Welcome to Origin Gates Daily Podcast, Wisdom's Echo. This is Liam O'Brien, and here is my thought for the day. Here is a quote that I heard many years ago from a preacher that has just stuck with me, something that I dwell on on a frequent basis. And the quote is, The more I live from my spirit, the more consistent I live. And I'll say that again, the more I live from my spirit, the more consistent I live. In the context of what this quote was talking about and the sort of the reverse of it is, the more I live from my head, the more inconsistent I live. And what this is implying is being in touch or being centered in ourselves and being able to truly live from our hearts. And Luke 10.27 said, when asked, when Jesus was asked about loving the Lord of the most important commandments, he said, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your strength, and with all your mind. And that the way it talks about heart there and the way it talks about soul and the centeredness and the consistency we're able to live from by living from our heart, by living from our spirit, by living from that part of us that is connected to the Lord. The way we go through the veil and we enter that place of rest and we live from a place of rest, from a total centeredness. And the world we're in right now with so much drama and such turbulent times and constant change, the necessity to live from that place, from our hearts, to live from that place of a surety, of centeredness, of groundedness in him, or as I sort of use a phraseology of grounded in heaven, it's that my grounding, my stake in the ground in my soul and the center part of my being is heaven and going through the veil and entering the place of rest and, in a sense, driving a stake in to say this is where I'm centered at. And as I said, there's so much turbulence, there's so much change going on in the world right now, and I just want to encourage people to draw back a bit and come draw to that place of centeredness in yourself and draw to that place of drawing near to him from that centeredness of being still and knowing that he is the Lord. And when we're taking in the information and the constant change and the rapid news flashes and and this is changing and governments are changing here and policies changing there or there's global economic or there's geopolitical situations that are under constant change that we are processing largely with our minds as we if we look at the gateways of our eyes and our ears as we're taking this information in and it's quite difficult these days to be fully isolated from that, to be fully away from that in the world that we live in, because even with our friends, or uh, th it's quite difficult, and we there are requirements to be aware of policies and government restrictions and the like around the world that we're having to adapt with at the moment, and 
to be able to process that properly, but then run it through a filter of a centeredness in our heart, from that still place in our heart, from that place of rest and that place that when it says, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, that place, that real stillness that we all have within inside us, that we have to, what I believe, make a conscious effort to be able to go there, to be able to access that place, does take a conscious effort. It's particularly with the drama and the constant change we have around us, it is a constant effort in ourselves to come to that place of rest, to what I call just being grounded in heaven and it's going through the veil but also going through the veil and saying this is where I'm grounding myself and grounding is a is a word that's used in construction it's a it's a concept of it's used in electricity it's a concept of I'm driving a stake in this is a centered point or it could be true north uh, it could be another analogy but that real place within us that we can just be centered in him, in who we are in him, with regardless of the worlds going around going on around us. And I just want to encourage people to discover that more. And it's one thing I've learned in my life is the more that I'm exposed to or the more things that are going on in my world that are constantly changing or the environment around me, the importance to draw aside, to be still. And and what I'm talking about here is beyond or different from just drawing aside to seek the Lord, and that's incredibly important. But what I'm talking about is just something we can do in ourselves and just a little bit of a test you can ask yourself is where where am I living from right now in an instant? Is it is it is it high up? Is it in my head? Is it deep within my soul? Where am I within myself right now with the way I'm processing the world, the way I'm living, the way I'm processing life? Where is that? Where is? Where am I in myself? Am I centered? Am I coming from my true heart? Am I living from that place? Am I going beyond the veil from that place? Am I loving the Lord with my heart and with my soul from a centered place? And I know how difficult that is and I can completely sympathize with anyone who has tumultuous times going on in there. But it's also the discipline of really learning how to do it all the time in our lives of being able to go to that place where we can love the Lord with all our hearts, with all our soul, with our strength from our centered being and not being flourished and not being flustered and not being uh, caught up or you know, feel you've been pulled one way or another, but you can just be centered with what's going on around you. And as I said, I sort of use the analogy of the importance of being grounded or the importance of being grounded in heaven. And as we do that, there's, as it says in Romans 8.14, as many are led by the Spirit of God are the sons of God. And, and to be able to be led by God beyond you know, very definitive, go here, go there, like you know Jonah-style leadings, but 
that constant connection, that constant communication comes from a centeredness with our connection with him, our love for him that comes out of our heart is our, you know, I think that order of Luke 10:27 where it talks about heart, then your soul, then your strength, then your mind is very important. And those are the orders of which I really feel for my own life I've had to learn to live from. Am I living from my heart? Am I living from my soul? Am I living from the strength of the proceeding to and then with all my mind as well and loving the Lord from those from my heart, then my soul and my strength and my mind and loving others from my heart and connecting with others from my heart and with my soul and then with my strength and with my mind and being led by God out of all of these in a constant connection, in a constant communion. And the importance of being centered or at rest, and there's been a lot of teaching on at rest, and I suppose I'm just probably trying to describe and encourage people of, of one of the tangible ways that I look at the at rest in my life or sitting on the seat of rest and just being centered in myself in all that I do really enables us to have really good perspectives on the world. But I want to just also engage with a practical element of this, and I believe it is around what I call our inner inner needs or knowing our inner needs and knowing our heart needs and our soul needs. And there's been years or decades of teaching on how to grow our spirit and expand our spirit and nourish our spirits well, but as kingdom people, as human beings that you know, we have our hearts, we have our souls, we have our minds, is how to nourish those needs. And it's it's very personalized. It's very different from person A to person B. But the importance of being able to connect and know with them. And I'll give you a quick example of early in my career living in Sydney, so Australia's largest city. And I would look at uh, my some of my bosses and mentors and uh, colleagues and that, and I observed like living you know, practically very close to the CBD in the dense part of Sydney. Many of them would not necessarily leave the suburbs between their work and where they resided for months on end unless they were going for a very specific business trip or they were off an international holiday. But one thing I learnt in that for me was as I tried to adopt and follow similar to what they did, I found my soul was not being nourished, my heart wasn't being nourished. And it took me a while, but I really drew to the conclusion that for me that I had to get out of the city at least once a month, be that a hike, be it a mountain bike ride, be it a dirt bike ride. There'll be something just to change that for me. And once or twice a month, it was a real need for me to to be sharp, to really nourish my soul, my needs. And I felt such a greater connection with myself and my ability to be able to love with my heart, with my soul and my strength by 
taking that time to do that thing which nourishes my heart and soul and the like and it could be different like there was a season for me it was just my beach time of just a walk along the beach early in the morning or late in the afternoon or something but what I'm saying here it can be different for everyone it could be driving it could be painting it could be just uh you know whatever it is but I've I want to encourage everyone, it's important to find that. And I, and I know the busyness of life from families and young families and kids and businesses. And, you know, it does ebb and flow with how much time you can put into it. But the important thing is to know what it is for you, what it, know what it is that really nourishes your soul. And I'm not trying to talk spiritual here. I'm trying to talk some really practical concepts, but as you are aware of these, it further enhances or further develops and grows your spirit life because you are more connected with your heart and soul. And yeah, I just encourage people really take the time to find that what that is and schedule it if you can and, you know, on a regular basis. And sometimes it may only be an hour or half an hour a month or something, whatever it can be what it is for you and it's going to be so vastly different but to be able to find that place that you know that you can really draw aside and you come back and you're nourished and there's something in it in you that your soul's been revived your heart's uh, singing with a higher tune so to speak and I think as we look back over the history books and there's been many books written about great kingdom people that have done great and great things over the last decade or so but quite often we've seen some of the things in their lives that you know they've managed their spirit really well but they hadn't managed their soul very well or their body or what it, you know the other components of that or managed their heart from their personalized heart perspective and you know, they haven't necessarily finished well, but I've really sort of studied it and see it as a key of being able to connect with your own self in a right way. And then from that place, love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your heart from a full overflowing heart and then with your soul that's nourished it's creative it's abundant it, it is you've you've nurtured it well you've nourished your, your heart and soul well and then from your strength and the overflow of those two and then from your mind from the centeredness of where you're living from you're able to process what your mind is seeing in around you and then reflect it back out and like I've got a couple of friends that I know and one individual, he takes, uh, jumps on a jet ski and goes out to an island a day a week as his prey day, he calls it. But I notice there's two things in that. There's an intentionality to get some time away from the Lord, but I also notice the joy it puts in his face to be on a jet ski for him, or it could be a mountain bike. So he, he sort of learnt that in his own walk, in his own life, and he's been able to combine the two. And I know other people that, you know, golf is their thing. They just, they're on a golf course and they nourishes their soul, that nourishes their heart. And Jesus drew aside and, you know, the Bible doesn't talk too much about that. But, you know, I don't doubt that is in his humanness of 
knowing his soul, knowing his heart, knowing what he needed to do to really live from a centered place but really nourish and nurture those components of his life, of his personal heart, of his soul so he could love the Father with everything. So I just really want to encourage everyone during these times that we have is to process a lot more with our heart, live centered and find those things that nourish your heart and soul and are in a really healthy way and try and dedicate a little bit of time to those because I think as you do that, you're going to be a better person, a better partner, a better husband, a better father and, and ultimately better connected with the Lord because to be able to love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, strength and mind is if those things are all full and nourished, you have such abundance overflow to do that from. So I just want to encourage everyone with that word and bless you today. Shalom.